Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. Hello, good evening, and welcome. This is Loose Dads. I'm Jim, and I have a panel of dads with me who I'll introduce in a minute. But on the way, we're going to be discussing things like uh, the big questions of the week from Dad's Net members. We're going to be talking queue jumping. Can you imagine anyone doing something worse than that? Can We've got dad jokes on the way, and we're going to be playing a game very soon as well. But first of all, this was the week where I was I was looking for a news story, anything other than the obvious <laughs> ones, in order to find a way to introduce you. And I came across this one, right? A World War II pilot who was a prisoner of war at the camp made famous by the film The Great Escape has died aged 102. He's called Captain Vivian Howard from Banbury. Uh, he was captured and held at the German Stalag Luft III camp after his plane was shot down in 1941. So I thought what I'd do is introduce the panel in terms of the war film that they'd be. So... Okay, I mean, that's that's convoluted, but it it's worked. Original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original. Wikipedia <laughs> came to my help with this one. Uh, Brad, Brad's back, ladies and gentlemen. Executive producer Connor on the live stream is very excited to see you. And I mean, at least one or two of us are as well, Brad. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, Statistically, be, that's a good percentage. You would be the power of one. Have a guess why that might be. Sorry, I forgot what you're introducing us as. War films. <laughs> war films. I thought you were introducing us as war planes for some reason. No. no maybe that's um, my diction. That's, uh, that's let it down that route. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Um, uh, the power of one. I mean, let's be honest. There's one thing that I always go to when I'm trying to introduce you. And it's it's to do South with Af- South yeah. Africa. Okay. <laughs> but the interesting thing about that is it was Daniel Craig's first feature film. There you go. Yeah. Oh, what was the premise? Uh, there's some war going on, and there's nice. a bloke who lives in South Africa, and I think he likes a, a German girl, but obviously that's a little bit awkward uh, during uh, the Second World War. So uh, there you go. Okay. Um, Next up, Sparky. Sparky, as we know, he's uh, he's a pilot in his own app. He he likes, you know, oh, those boys. flight simulators. Yes. Some would say him and his friends are flying leathernecks. 
That's a 1951 <laughs> war film for flying <laughs> leatherness. I mean, oh, Jim, when you said you went to Wikipedia, did you go for most obscure unknown <laughs> war films? Can't ever. wait to see the trailer of that one. <laughs> <laughs> List of all war films, control find, flying. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm looking forward to the uh, either Norfolk or Bald one. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, well, Jack, yeah, your dad's army because it was filmed hey, on the road. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and, what about uh, you, Jim? And I would be the iconic 1973 Soviet war drama black and white film called "Only Old Men Are Going Into Battle." <laughs> <laughs> About right. About right. I like that one. And when when you put us all together. We're inglorious bastards. There you go. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> Thought I'd end oh. on a film that you'd actually heard of. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, this is Loose Dads from Dads Now Let's Play a Game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. Uh, so this week is uh, a game that we've we did last week. We've done it quite a lot in recent weeks, but I think it's working quite nicely. So um, let's go for parenting. Would you rather? I've got these three questions based around would you rather type questions, vaguely to do with parenting, or at least you know being a grown up adult and all of that sort of stuff. And uh, and I thought I'd ask the panel them. So um, here we go, Jack. Yes. For you. Would you rather volunteer on a day-long school trip or for a full week in class? So you either have to look after those kids for a day somewhere outside of the classroom, potentially dangerous, or you have to do a whole week in the safety of the classroom, but you're still bombarded with children. Which would it be? For a whole week. But the whole week is only school hours, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's not me saying that teachers and people who work in schools only work those hours. Yeah, steady, mate. Steady. Uh, uh, how long is the day out with them? Well, you have to get on the bus. It's a quarter past eight coach to get oh. to the destination. Okay. And then you're not back until four o'clock. So if you're going on a coach as well, that means you'll be dealing with travel sickness and travel sick bands and all yeah, of that stuff. Really Jack. Oh. That. Where are we going? Let's just chuck the British Transport Museum in there, Jim. Yeah, British Transport Museum. So there's plenty of opportunities for you to lose some of these children. And really, you're being judged on how many you bring back. And ideally, 100%. Uh, Ideally. And how old are the kids? How old are the kids? But you forget that he has his own little mob squad at home. So he's just got to bring his kids along to whip the rest of them into shape. Uh, But yeah, can I I bring help? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they would be your your fixers, wouldn't they? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're taking, let's say, five-year-olds. Is, uh, Brad and Jim, is five (laughs) easier than four? Um, it depends. I don't know if it's easier than your four. <laughs> um, I would like to say I think theoretically it gets easier as they get older, but it just comes with its own level of difficulties. And and also, like when there's a large group of five-year-olds, it's not necessarily the behavior that's the problem. It's the just wandering off and being yeah. head in the clouds kind of thing. I, I think I would do the school. Right. As long as I'm not le- missing out on any 
earnings. I'll do the school. It's safe. I'm not the only responsible one. If they wander off, yeah, yeah. If they wander off, they're probably not going out the front door, right? Yeah, the receptionists at primary schools are pretty badass. Like, there's no kid escaping, you know. Exactly. And also, could you imagine the prospect of having like from twelve to one as nap time? I mean, did that happen at your kid's school? Yeah, that happened all the way up until. Matriculation. Yeah, matriculation. Uh, Look yeah, at yeah, he got yeah. it. <laughs> nah, it was only it was only um, nursery that you got your nap time. <laughs> oh, shame. My um my daughter's school, they went on a school trip already, which seems early in the term to be doing that. But uh, they went to a place called Bolton Abbey near where we live, where and they're studying rivers. So that's why they went. This is a river that flows right through the sort of abbey grounds. But there is also a part of it which is is meant to be the most dangerous stretch of river in Yorkshire, the world, I don't know. But it's this part of river where it's really deep. It suddenly goes very thin and very deep and very fast. And then the banks overhang the side so you can't get out of it and apparently anyone who's ever been in there has died and they took a, a what 68 year olds there and great. i thought great and apparently everyone came back so happy days wow. <laughs> so, so abby thin fast no one ever comes out alive let's take a yeah. load of kids there yeah all right I've, I've not met Abby. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. <laughs> and also, can I just say, I thought for a second, Jim started that story talking about his daughter and then ended off with it saying they took a bunch of 68-year-olds there. I thought, Jim, did they take you and your group out there? What's going oh, on? <laughs> Walked into that one. Technically, there are 62 of them as well, but I drowned it down. <laughs> Technically, you Zimmer framed into that one. Nah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, let's move on. Right. Okay, Brad. Brad, Brad, Brad. Would you rather go back into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great-great-grandchildren? Oh, great-great-grandchildren. Really? You're not interested in what your your forebears have been up to? Nah. Nah, because I'm screwed up because of them, so I don't need to. I need to see. I need to see how I've now screwed up future generations, dude. (laughs) Well, that makes sense. yeah, I'm much more interested in that. I'd love to know. I mean, I'd love, I, I've always like said that it's, it's always a bit morbid when you become a, a parent, but you're always like, oh, I hope to see, <laughs> I hope I get to live to see my kids have kids and so forth and so forth. Right there, Jack. Yeah, I don't think Hold Jack's going to live to see his kids. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. We're talking about uh, death and all that. And Jack's, uh, you're right, Jack. Is there going to be a vomit? Yeah, there's a, a thumb, thumb up. up. There's right. a thumb up. Um, I mean, if you're watching yeah. on the live stream, we do this on a Tuesday night, 8.30. We live stream this on the, the Dad's Net Facebook uh, page and on our Loose Dad's Facebook group. And, you know, if you had been watching this live, you would have seen live choking. And that's quite exciting, yeah. right? Well, I've, still got, I've still got the after effects of COVID. I've still got the, uh, the cough mm, from having cool. COVID. So... Uh, my wife well, now is absolutely the- sick of it. <clears throat> and now you've used the C word, we have to take it seriously rather than continue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's Danny, I think, saying, oh, here he goes in yeah. the comments. 
Sorry about that, Danny. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> she thought she was going to have an evening off of your coffin while you're in your office doing this, and then she's mm. tuned in, and you're just doing it again on the worst, this broadcast. The worst of all for her is, like, if she's listening with headphones or anything, or she's just listening in the room, she's got a laptop or phone, and she hears it through that, and then she hears it through the walls. It's like mm. surround sound for her. At the and then I mute my mic, and she can still hear it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Poor Danny. Poor Danny. Hey, look, this so, is the, the the one evening a week we get to spend together. Oh, <laughs> lucky Danny. Um, would anyone go into the past and meet their ancestors, by the way? I, I would love to meet some of my uh, my my crazy African family that my dad tells me stories about. Like um, <laughs> apparently, like, my dad's grandparents were like fisher fishermen, lived till like they were in their nineties, always out like in all sorts of conditions. Like carried on working like late into their eighties. Like I would just love to meet them. They sound like interesting, bonkers, and it would explain why my dad's so bonkers. So I mean, yeah, it would be great. Um- Sparky, uh, they're from, is it Uganda? Ghana. 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 Ghana yeah. Sorry. Bit of the Ghana so, heritage, mate. And, 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 and it was quite a while ago, right? So what, you're looking at 90, what, over 100 years old, 100 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so technically, undeveloped country, they were always out. Just, yeah, 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 man. <laughs> there was no house for it, really. It was just uh... a... <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine, yeah, um, <laughs> imagine if you went, both went back in time and both met your ancestors around a similar time in African I mean, history. Uh, well, to be fair, majority, majority, majority of mine are actually English and Scottish. So, all <laughs> oh, right, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. So mine, yeah, you can't throw me in with the yeah. whole. Uh, the Yours boo. weren't the bad, no. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because traditionally the English and Scottish in history English, have been yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah. yeah, the English aren't bad either, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Um, always always been great to the people of Africa historically. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, um, oh god, there's a really morbid theme on this one. And I don't I think this might have been because there's been a lot of talk of death around. Uh but Sparky, the last question is would you rather know how you will die or when you will die? Oh wow. Um I don't know, like, because I suppose if it's written, you, there's no stopping it. So when? So then I can get in all the things I need to do beforehand, I suppose, rather than how. Because I guess that's like, surprise, oh, turns out it's this. And then, like, um, at least you know you've got enough time to get what you need to get done, done. Mm. I suppose that's yeah, and if you if it was like crossing the road, every time yeah. you cross the road, you'd be like, you'd be oh, this will be the yeah. time. This'll be the <laughs> oh, no. Oh. No, I made it, made it, yeah, yeah so or, true. Or, 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 or it could stop you, yeah, from living your life. Like if, for instance, I said, uh, Sparky, you will die in an airplane crash, well, then you'd never go on holiday. Yeah. Right. And Well, yeah, you know, I'd rather die there anyway, because uh, we all need a holiday, right? Do you well, know what that's, I mean? The only time you'll be dying in the airplane crash is when you're flying it. Hey, <laughs> no, guys, honestly, <laughs> uh, just passed my uh, uh, Cessna 152 uh course on flight simulator guys I've been- <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to so, say real life for a second I was no guys but right seriously with an Xbox controller so now for Christmas I'm definitely I'm getting a, a proper yoke so right. I can have like a build a proper little serum he like, knows the terminology live- as well and people on the live stream getting a real show there what was it right. Sparky <laughs> just to- oh he's throwing <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. You, you were only doing it with one hand there were some, <laughs> some gestures, and they looked. 
if we can just pause on this for a second, what uh, does a test for a Cessna include in an online? So you, okay. Do you have to take a written test as well? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Flying hours or whatever? It's just on the game, Jim. Like, so it is, and it's like, so you have to do a full left-hand loop of an airport. So you take yourself off, you, t- you bank left, then you f- fly downwind, as it's called, because you fly down the side of the runway to get your level up. Then you turn, line in, and then you come into land, make sure yourself at 65 knots, flare, land as well as you can, stop on the runway. And if you do that all on your own, then... I got an A for that this week. So, wow. So, anyway, next time I'm on Ryanair and if we get any problems, at least everyone can applaud him, right? You know what? It's his passion. He loves it. And he's, Thanks, he's, he's proud of himself. So, we should be proud too, man. Yeah. Yeah, come on. It's the same as if you were playing like an NBA game, Jack, and you're like, my God, I got my team through to the championships and we won. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I don't oh, think I'd come on a. I don't oh, think I'd come F- on a sus. <laughs> I don't think so, I'd come on a podcast and tell people about it. Hey, look, guys, I'm not ashamed of my hobby. I, I, cool. I might do on the uh, Patreon extra bonus content. Patreon.com slash loose dads. Can I just say, though, Sparky's admitted to wearing Crocs. I don't think you can get any lower than that, Jack. So anything else he admits hey, in yeah, life fair is... Enough, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, don't think, Jack, Jack, you wouldn't... Uh, do it on a podcast would you write it in your your christmas roundup on your on your cards to everyone <laughs> what we've been up to this year i got to the championships in the nba <laughs> also though if, if we're talking about like the basketball and stuff i assume that that's that's danny asking why do you bother telling her about your basketball well, that's different that's different telling your wife, isn't it? Yeah, she's married to you she has to listen like them yeah. <laughs> uh, i gotta listen to all her shit <laughs> like no danny i love you you know that she's talked to me a lot about chickens oh, right okay. a lot yeah. about different breeds of chickens different types of uh soil they need are you getting chickens do you have chickens no oh no, she just <laughs> is interested in she's chickens. just been researching it just in case one day all right so she's, she's playing the, the uh, online button. chicken simulator online chicken simulator yeah 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 that's it that's it you have to go has out anyone has anyone ever played Goat Simulator, by the way? Oh, mm. dude. I, I, I thought you just run around shitting things up all over the yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, headbutting people and yeah, it's like oh, the Grand Theft Auto of the goat world. You're 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 shading me for playing Flight Simulator and then go, hey guys, anyone yeah. playing Goat Simulator? Well, in his, down, defense, <laughs> Sp- Sparky, in his defense, it is like Grand Theft Auto, but you're a goat. So okay, okay, that does sound. I mean, I'd give it a go. Like, <laughs> I, I think there might even be a free version on your phone. We well, okay. there we go. That's what Top we'll all be doing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm license. amazed about the flight simulator? Is that when you mentioned it the first time, I assumed it was just something you'd done like before, <laughs> but you genuinely are spending a large amount of time every week up until well, when this I get week, time. When SJ grants me a bit of time, Jim, like, or Jackson grants me a bit of time. But yeah, this week I have. And you know, it's got the real airports on it. Like, it's like I can actually fly from Nottingham East Midlands oh, to. No, it's all, right. It's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and you feel it's all right. I, I've looked for my house. I've spent time looking for my actual house <laughs> flying. So in virtual reality, guys. Isn't, isn't the thing about flight simulator is that your flights from airport to airport is in real time? Yes. 
like, yeah, so like if you, if you were to fly from like uh, Heathrow to Johannesburg, it would legit take like 11 hours. Yeah, but I mean, I've not done that one yet, but I'm working up to it. Yeah. Like, but yeah. what do you do? Do you sit there and twiddle you the buttons would, and you, stuff? You would literally, you would literally navigate. tend to be the pilot, yeah. yeah. You, like, like it is, honestly, I know you're caning me, but it's <laughs> bloody interesting. And like, it makes you more knowledgeable. No. Like, now I just do SJ's heading whenever we go on a plane, I'll be like, that's the gear up. Okay, right, sure. Okay, about a thousand feet now. And then I'll be like talking. But if you've got a fear of planes, like my mate is actually scared of flying. And when I went on a plane with him, I just talked him through everything. And he was so much calmer. Knowledge is power, guys. Knowledge is power. Wow. I'm, I'm not afraid to be the nerd here. I'm really not. It's a cool <laughs> there's a, there's a tweet that kind of keeps going viral every so often about, um, about the, the way that as a football fan, you learn geography through osmosis. <laughs> the fact that you just know that from Exeter to Carlisle is a six hour journey just because, you know, when Exeter play Carlisle, it's always, and the fans had to travel six hours each direction to do it. And it is kind of true. And you do learn those things. I've learned geography from supporting football teams and, and, and going to see that. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm coming oh, around to Sparky's way of thinking or why I'm trying to legitimise it. First officer, Jim, you're welcome around any time, mate. Yeah. Bring a cup of tea and we can have a game on flights. I'll, sh- I'll take you up in my Cessna. <laughs> you don't get an offer like that every day, do you? So, you, really do you know. Perfect. Uh, on the way on Loose Dads, we're going to be looking inside the news, finding out how it affects parents and family life in general. That's coming up on Loose Dads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. We're on a Tuesday night at half past eight, whether we're choking and about to expire in front of the microphone or not. We come online on the Dadsnet Facebook page, on Loose Dads Facebook group, on our YouTube channel. We've got a YouTube channel because we're like the cool kids. We're like... um, Perez Hilton. Who's the cool kids now? I don't know. Zoella. Perez yeah, right? Hilton. <laughs> Perez Hilton. I was I was trying to think. It's difficult. It's difficult, right? To find a reference for someone who's like an influencer, but like an old influencer that's out of touch. That was off uh, yeah. the top of yeah, my I'm head. Not- no, 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 that's not bad. That's not a bad, bad no, reference. You, you nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah Already yeah. 2007 or something. But yeah. <laughs> Actually, was Perez Hilton cancelled for some reason? I don't know. He was, I think, dude. I think he, he I think he got too snarky with someone about something. Um, oh, hey. apparently, um, apparently, thanks to AJ, I, AJ, L, I look like <laughs> Perez Hilton. Well, thank you very much. Okay. I mean, hey, you look more like to- Paris Hilton than Perez. Hey! <laughs> I would. Um, I know how Perez Hilton got cancelled. <laughs> oh no! Did he? Did he? Did he jump oh, the queue? Christ. Here he goes. Oh, did he, he, he jump the queue? Did, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just leading you on, Jim. That was good. It's a good link. Let's get into it. Let's do the news. <laughs> oh no! I was choking. Here we go. Yeah.
This is the interesting thing because I am a left-wing snowflake and we're always getting told that we're too quick to cancel people. You know, people who are doing like a racism or a homophobia or a transphobia or something like that. You know, legitimate reasons to cancel people. However, the right-wing press this week has been going insane and they're cancelling Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby for jumping a queue. I mean, come on. This has to work both ways. You can't go on about snowflakes and cancel culture if you're going to get really cross about some people getting ahead in a queue, can you? The snowflakes and their LGBTQ jumping. Oh, very good. Like a lot. Um, So basically... I I, I don't know though, um, Jim, because I know how precious the English are about a queue. Well, this is triggered. It's triggered a lot of English people, hasn't it? Because yeah. you know they, they've been queuing, you know, for a bazillion Centuries. hours to walk it, past a coffin. It was uh, the mother of all queues, wasn't it? It was huge. It really I, was. The best, the best, the best reference I ever saw was someone referred to it as the Elizabeth Line. Oh, never. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. yes. So, and they were pictured in the main hall and people went oh they've jumped the queue and people got very cross about it and people were going on about how it's not fair that some people have privilege and others don't because they jumped a queue to get in line to see a queen incidentally uh king charles isn't paying any inheritance tax on his mother's estate but whatever it's wrong that people have privilege and other people don't also he didn't have to wait in line did he no he didn't he got in All all those guards not a single yeah. one of them waited in line. So Not in for free. This is. I don't know if you had to pay. I, I wasn't there. Absolutely shocking news. It was like a deli counter. I think you took a a, a, right, a yes, sticker yeah, yeah. and they just called you in. Um, and if you missed it, you missed out. Just going to throw this in there straight away. Do you think they would have got as much flack as they've got um, if David Beckham hadn't have queued for thirteen hours? Because that was like the the beautiful moment. It's like, oh, look at Beckham. Look how lovely he is. He's done that. And then, you know, he's got privilege. He's allowed to, you know, he's fine because he queued. And then because they were doing work or whatever they were doing, everyone went for Holly and Phil. Like, that's something I thought. It might be, yeah. There was there was some comparisons, weren't there? Because I know that uh, is Susanna Reid, is that her name from Good Morning yeah, Britain? Yeah, yeah. Because she did the same thing as well. And, you know, she queued for ages and she queued with her mum and stuff. Um, now, Holly and Phil to give them their right reply they did uh, they've said that they weren't actually queuing they weren't filing past the coffin they were there to report on it and they got ushered around the building and onto a platform and so they didn't do anything wrong they did this in a a video that holly narrated which was basically like a hostage video if you've heard the audio (laughs) from it we understand how this could seem bad and we know why you're angry but they're treating us very well Please don't try and break us out. Not preferentially. No, not at all. Just just equally with equality. Um, So, sorry, what did they want them to do? Queue up to do their job? Apparently so. I don't know. Like, but you know how people are once they get the bit between their teeth, and once you know, once you've been accused of breaking a queue, as you say in Britain. That's one of the worst things that you could do. And, you know, you do see it is annoying in real life, isn't it? Are there any of these sort of situations in real life? Do you get annoyed by queuing etiquette in real life? I know going to see the Queen was sort of real life, but just in general, anyway. I 
I, oh God, I'm going to throw some racism into the mix. Well, not racism into the mix, but it's, you know, be careful. It's a generalization, sparky statement. But when I went to Disneyland, it appears that the French didn't understand what queuing was. And, you know, like when you're waiting for the buses in Paris to get on, like, it's just, they don't, queue. we naturally form a queue as Brits. Like, okay, we're going to get on this bus and we get on. But they just pile up, like, it's a free for all. It's just like they don't see cues as the same as the same level of importance as we do. So I don't actually know who's in the wrong there. Like us for assuming that we all queue. The problem but, is, mate. The problem is British respect to queue. The French just don't give a crap. That, that that's it. Like <laughs> and, and, <laughs> they don't give a crap. Sorry. <laughs> hand, Jack. They don't give a creep. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was one time when I noticed myself getting aggy at cues. Um, actually, uh, Jack, I've been in an experience with you, with uh, your wife, your good lady wife, getting aggy in a queue situation when we were at Legoland Windsor. She loves that she is coming across on this podcast, by the way. I was like, <laughs> I wonder where the craze get it from. But I'm not well, saying yeah. that, Danny. <laughs> I'm not saying that. But we were in a queue for the, 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 the Lazy River. Uh, at Legoland and some people looked like they were going to bunk ahead and Donnie's like excuse me you do know there's a queue here right and like she was ready to lay, like, lay them yeah, out not, not quite that calmly <laughs> um excuse me there is a queue there is a queue system <laughs> you blatantly disregarded the queuing system <laughs> but I I, I kind of love that level of passion from Danny I was like that's that's the correct way to protect a queue like so I'm, I'm probably a hypocrite in this situation I don't think people should lose their job though if they if they like I don't know what the petition is to get Holly and Phil sacked because they jump the queue like it's Oh. I think at one point the petition was to stop this morning being on telly. If it was brought down by failure to queue properly, that would be uh, in a way quite interesting. What's that solved? Like apart it would, from it, it, it would be it would be the ultimate of English justice <laughs> <laughs> to bring to bring down a TV show based on the queue. Philip Schofield's got the cube. Philip Schofield, right, who came out as gay after being married to his wife for. Uh, how many years, right? All the rumours of alleged infidelity during that time. Still a national treasure. Jumps a queue. That's it. Scum! Cancelling. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. If this was was back in the day, the punishment would be hung, drawn and quartered for that. And they'd be absolutely correct as well. Yes. <laughs> Another thing like that that gets me annoyed is when people don't say thank you when you hold the door open for them. I just, oh, like that is with you, Jim. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever say out loud, uh, "Excuse me," you know, you didn't say thank you, but I just. Uh, oh, no, dude, I thank always, you is what I do. I, I always, I always let them take two steps away, give them that opportunity, and then I'm like, "You're welcome." Yeah, I love that. Asaki, you're welcome. Yeah, you really are becoming fully British now, bro. That's exactly what we like, mate. You've integrated well. I might not know all about the TV shows you guys all grew up with, but I know how to be a prick. (laughs) Passive aggression. Is that's that. the nationality test, mate. You that you're welcome. That. That's akin to leaving out kind in kind regards, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to really understand that someone's really cross with you. Uh, yeah. If you don't get the reference, you just don't know at all. But, you know, for those that do, oh, yeah. that's going to hurt. That's going <laughs> to stab you right in the heart. Yeah. Um, Sparky, do you have a news story to share? 
yeah, I do. I mean, I feel like exactly the same as you, though, Jim. Uh, in a world this week, it's impossible like to find news stories which aren't somewhat related to the Queen, the royal family, it, what's been happening for the last week. It has been tricky, hasn't it? <laughs> this is the best I could come up with, guys, because I just I kept kept working on it. So um, I, I think it's an advert for the new Apple Watch, secretly. Um, but uh, crying baby triggers Apple Watch noise warning. So I just thought it could be a nice one to any new parents that might listen in and they're just like, oh, man, is it always this loud when they're crying? Is it always this constant? Well, um, <laughs> the new Apple Watch has a feature where it lets you know if you're in an area that's too loud for you, which could cause permanent ear damage. And that's what's happened to this lady called Kelsey around a newborn baby. She got a push notification from her Apple Watch saying, loud environment, sound levels hit 90 <laughs> decibels. Around 30 minutes at this level can cause temporary hearing loss. So... <laughs> Well, they do. They do reckon that uh, the baby's crying is louder than a jackhammer, don't they, or something crazy like that? Really? The decibel right. levels of a baby. I'm sure it's that. Yeah, there's it, something it about like the baby crying. Like yeah. <laughs> and also the jackhammer. The jackhammer goes for like 20 seconds and then stops, whereas the baby is just nonstop mm, for four years. It's amazing yeah. how much noise that small package can make, isn't it? It's, you know, how much poo it can generate and how much noise it can make. Those two things are wonders of physics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, you mean the Apple Watch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it costs a fortune as well. Oh, perfect. Uh, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a news article for you. Why your kid is like an Apple Watch. <laughs> so, hang on. Don't, Jim's writing that down now. Uh, no, yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just writing stuff to write for the dad's net that isn't about. Your Agreed. Apple Watch is telling you that you need to get away from your baby, basically. Um, it's because it's gonna, that's going to impact on your funding of being able to afford the new Apple Watch. I think that's the subliminal message in there. Mm, so yeah. what we're saying, though, is that's just another thing that we can add to the list of how our kids screw us up, right? Financially, they screw us over, and now they make us deaf. I yep. mean... Yeah. I thought it was four years DJ, and it's given me a slight tinnitus in my left ear, but it's Jackson, <laughs> the little song. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Probably been around those jet engines a lot, isn't it, as well? Ah, yes. Always keep true. the volume at a good level, though, on my TV, Jim, because, you know... Right. Like, <laughs> is that on your TV? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's on my Xbox. I've got it. I've got now, guys. Oh, flight simulator available on cloud gaming. I'm not paid to tell you that, but you should know. For ten pounds a month, you can fly around the world. Uh, no, no, I don't want them sponsoring us because then we'd all have to oh. play it. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. great. I'd have to pretend like I am um, interested. Yeah, yeah, like Except. with some of the other sponsors that we've had. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got a new story? Uh, yes. So, well, I, I don't know if it's a news story, really. Actually, now that I look at it. See, we're all desperate. This is, <laughs> have you looked you've at got something on the, the Queen? <laughs> you've got something about the Queen. That's it. Uh, I think it references the Queen. <clears throat> Nostradamus predicted she was going to die, didn't he? Well, I mean, they're um, all going to die. Everyone's going to die. Yeah. So that's well, no, great no, but he, he predicted that. Sorry, I saw the word squirrel and that confused me. Um, he predicted that she was going to die in 2022. So, correct. Did right? he, though? Or is this well, one of the things on the internet? That I don't know, but apparently he did. And apparently he also uh, predicted the war in Ukraine. 
I'm just right. going to chime in here and, and agree with Connor, though, because I think The Simpsons does a far greater job at predicting worldly events. Well, yes. Way yes. better than Nostradamus. Okay, well, now we've got a chance to compare Nostradamus to The Simpsons. Because yeah, coming why up... why not? Because, yeah. yeah. Because coming up, still by the end of 2022, uh, he has predicted that France will be invaded. Right. Okay. Uh, he has predicted. Oh, he predicted the cost of living crisis. Oh, climate change, which, obviously. You know, which reputable what? news source have you got this from? Because to me, this sounds like. You got, and I you don't from Facebook, wanna, dude. Don't want to be a no. <laughs> My mate's but it Facebook. sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> I know. I mean, Nostradamus yeah. also predicted that Apple shares would plummet. In I mean, come on. <laughs> I I am not saying that Lad Bible News is is uh, <laughs> not a reputable source. Okay, but I think I, like I've always heard about Nostradamus and his predictions, mm. but I'd never like read any or read into it or anything. So I didn't know how precise he was being with these. So, shall I read to you what his actual prediction is for France being invaded? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. By, by termites or something. Blue head shall white head harm in such degree, as France is good to both, shall err amount. Yeah, that's... In, yeah. Look, man, is wow. that about the Smurf? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Papa Smurf uh, and Smurfettes, were, all right. Were they, like what, were they Belgian? I don't know. Maybe the they were Belgian and they're going to invade France. That actually might be quite accurate. So, and who's, and, who's Gargamel? Macron. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, I'll do you. I'll do one more. His um, cost of living crisis prediction. No abbots, monks, no novices to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. So high the price of wheat that man is stirred, his fellow man to eat in his despair. So what he actually predicts is cannibalism. Mm. Ah, yeah, yeah, we overlooked that, yeah. And, and I, I don't think we've, we're quite there yet. Well, not in winter yet. So, mm. well, just hang on to that prediction. I don't, it, where's you Nostradamus you win, you win from? Some, you win some, you lose some, don't you? Oh, I just closed it. I don't know. I was going to say, where's he from? Because weed is definitely legal in that country. Because <laughs> like, some of them predictions, he's got a strong strength. Yeah, exactly. I'm just concerned about honey being more expensive than candle wax. My kids quite like honey in uh, porridge, and they're going to be gutted when I bring candle wax in to stir it. <laughs> but needs must in a cost of living crisis. Um, oh, apparently, Conti's uh, Con- also predicted that Charles will abdicate the throne and it will go to a successor that isn't next in line. But what Harry. Nostradamus really said was he will step off, off the porcelain throne and <laughs> shit down the bog. I mean, like, honestly, what? Uh, honestly, it's, it's the, how people can interpret these and read uh, yeah. into these. It's just beautiful. It's poetry, yeah. dude. It's, uh, I, how people can take an old text that is, you know, some of them even thousands of years old and just interpret them to their own message and, you know, create a whole whole thing around it. Talking about religion. There we go, I let's move on. I've seen what you've done there. <laughs> Partway through that, I was like, he's making an analogy. This is very clever. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Marcy down in, all, uh, uh, in uh, Southampton with her futuristic gherkins or cucumbers or whatever it was uh, probably oh. stands a better chance of 
predicting things a little bit better. I thought you were talking about someone in the comments for a second. Then I was like scanning them. Like, Who? Oh yeah, Marcy, you so, No, no. I'm with cucumbers. <laughs> well, I mean, on that kind of tip, Brad, for the first time in a number of weeks, do you have a new story to share with us? Yes. Of so I was going to lead. Possibly. I was going to. I was going to lead with one that I found today that was um, talking about how recently a truck jackholed in on an on a. Uh, on a motorway and spilled out shed tons of lube and dildos. But I've gone for a different one. <laughs> Did they go on the high I, I, I really, I really, <laughs> I really searched on the slip ones. road. Hey. I think it was Junction K. Well, I know. I mean, surely 69 would have been the one to have gone for. Jim, thank you for rescuing that poor attempt. (laughs) Um, All right. So this one is, uh, and you know these TikTokers, they're a bunch of crazy ones. Um, Woman explains why she farts in the cheese aisle of posh supermarkets. Okay, cool. (laughs) We're on on safe Brad territory here. Come on. Here we go. and she says that the reason why she likes to cut the cheese is um, she finds it endearing when lots of people, particularly in Waitrose, walk up and down the aisle and comment on how fresh the cheese smells after she's let one rip. So that's her hobby. I mean, does that happen every time? That sounds like it might have happened once and that she's trying to recreate that perfect moment where someone is stuck. That smell for fresh but, cheese. But let's, can, can I just ask, um, a show of hands, who's ever farted and gone, mm, that smells like a cheese? <laughs> Not in recent memory. <laughs> <laughs> Not any time recently, no. But I, I mean, another question there is, who's ever walked down a cheese aisle and gone, hmm, that smells fresh? like cheese by its very nature is not fresh yeah so this so, i mean everyone needs a hobby as you said earlier on we've all got hobbies we've all got passions this one mm. makes sparkies look good to be honest so. <laughs> no i'd rather cheese. have this one i'd rather really? have this one <laughs> what's um by, by the way what 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 dumbfounds me even more is like people like this have a platform and she she has 361,000 followers on TikTok. Mm. Like, I, cheese farting. Like, I, I, she gets sent cheeses and stuff like, you know. But also, what is, I, I'm also picking, only up, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up a pattern. <laughs> Women like farting. Right? They will deny it. Right, the majority of them will deny it, but I had we had the one woman who used to jar her farts oh, and, and sell them, right? And then she obviously ate far too much fiber and screwed up her system. Now, this woman loves just going and letting one rip in the aisles, the cheese aisles and in supermarkets. I think, I think, lying a woman have been lying to us, yeah. I, I mean, that's a representative, like a uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. some uh, <laughs> and a woman that's getting paid for it, yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> two 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 women out of what what would it be four billion or whatever it is now so, uh, yeah i think yeah there you go that's a trend that's, that's, like that. yeah that's a trend yes it's the start of a trend isn't it exactly jim you're about trends can you get that in an excel spreadsheet please yeah i'll, I'll give it a go i'll see what i can do I'll, yeah. my female farts 
spread <laughs> in the cheese aisle. Like, uh, it's nice to have Brad back because I really enjoy Jim's face when he gets to that point of the evening where he goes, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what has my career come to? I used yeah. to be a respectable radio host. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was a radio host, but still. Hey. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's great to have you back, Brad. That's all I can say. It really rounds off this part of the show. It does, I think perfectly. This is Lou's Dads from Dadsnet. On the way, we'll be answering some big questions of the week from Dadsnet members. And we've got some dad jokes as well. Stick around for them. They're coming up next. It's Loose Dads from Dadsnet. And <laughs> he, literally, he literally pissed off to go meditate. <laughs> well, if you can't see, if you're not watching on the stream, if you're listening on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or something, we came back from that little break and there was just an empty seat. Like yeah. someone had ejected Sparky and taken out. Oh, I haven't got that mod for my flight sim yet, guys. <laughs> I haven't got the ejector button when I'm flying the uh, M16s. I was going to say, had you gone because you had to tricky landing into okay. Hong Kong or something like that? True say, after all the pilots uh, snubbing, I was going to look for my uh, my pilot hat, but I couldn't find hey. it. I, mean, I tidied it away because my family was staying over on the weekend. <laughs> I wouldn't want them to think that I actually sit and play flight, flight simulator with it on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. wow. Gets into so, it. I, I, I applaud that. This is Lou's Dads from Dad's Net. <laughs> We stream on a Tuesday night, 8.30. Watchers on the uh, Dad's Net Facebook page, Loose Dad's Facebook group on YouTube. And uh, there might be somewhere else where I've forgotten. And um, it's the point of the show where I think we should uh, have a little round of dad jokes. Has anyone got a dad joke they'd like to share with the group? I can go Sparky, with Sparky, how about you? Oh, I, can, I mean, I can go straight in if you like, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Goes to his notes. Please. I can go straight in. Hold on. Yeah. Just got to Google it. No, I've not Googled it. I've got it here. I've saved okay. it. I've got it, guys. Um, okay. Just accepted uh, for a new senior position at Old McDonald's Farm. I'll be the new CIEIO. <laughs> nice. <laughs> got you, Jim. We got you, see. You're not supposed to laugh, but that was a good one. That, got... that was a good one. I like that. <laughs> um, Brad, have you got one? Um, what do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? I don't know. Don't Irrelevant. Know. <laughs> they're, they're not bad today. They're not bad. Come on. Um, come on, Jack. What you got? Uh, what do conspiracy theorists and XL have in common? They don't know. They spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes! Let's <laughs> go, uh, uh, Jim. There's the, the other one about that is with what's, uh, what do incels and XL have in common? And they both think everything's a date. Yep. Okay. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to hack up the incel community, but there you go. Um, does anyone else have a dad joke before we go into the big question of the week? Does anyone yep. want another one? Another go? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go for it because um, I think it's applicable to this group or one member in particular. So I uh, met this gangster who pulls up the back of people's pants. It was Wedgie Cray. <laughs> Wedgie Cray. <laughs> 
I like that one. I've got one because we've been doing the Royals. I've got one because, like, because obviously it's all royal themed at the moment. So, uh, what's it called when a king and queen decide not to have kids? I don't know. A receding airline. No, oh, no. <laughs> and, and also fitting for the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, now we're. <laughs> uh, okay, I, 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 got, I got one more then. Not relevant. Uh, my wife told me uh, that sex is better on holiday. Wasn't expecting that on the postcard she sent me. <laughs> and why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew uh, over the land, they'd be land gulls? No, if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. Oh. <laughs> I love Very that you did the good. ultimate dad thing there, though, which was try and give the yeah. right answer yes, to a yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's peak dad right there, mate. I oh, know this one. <laughs> That's like a Christmas. Brad's not letting him get that cracker joke in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> so I guess every single one. <laughs> right, let's do the big question of the week. The big... Question of the week. The big question of the week. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. This is where we answer some big questions from the Dadsnet forums on the internet. And this is one that, this is interesting. Jack, your lad started school, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Yeah. So this is an interesting one. Fifth birthday party top tips for who and how to invite people please he's only just started reception so we don't know who his friends are yet apart from the two or three we know from nursery so i'm thinking we'll probably have just to invite the whole class and take the gamble on cost we're thinking of a party package at a soft play maybe half the class might want to go that's the risk that they're taking so i don't know how far off the birthday you are but what are you going to do with a fifth birthday Okay. Now that he's started a new school, he's got new friends. What's going right. on there? Here is another win for small rural communities in Norfolk. Okay. <laughs> My kid's school is, I think there's 50 kids in the school. Oh. Yeah. So not many uh, in his class at all. No, his class is mixed reception year one, year two. Well, I don't think we have to invite the year twos. I think no. they're out. You invite reception, that's like seven kids. Invite year one, that's another seven kids. Don't matter. That's Don't matter. I can live with 14. <laughs> that is absolutely perfect. <laughs> like, yes, come on. Or you could do what I did, uh, live through uh, a pandemic and you can't have a big oh. party anyway. So when he oh, goes to his first year at school, so. <laughs> Zoom party. No. Jim, you have got to tell me what it was like during the bubonic plague. so what did you do with your kids uh, brad first parties at school what happened with those um so we didn't quite <laughs> there's only so 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 many times i can claim this ignorance on how school systems and aging thing works in this country but um by the time we got around to inviting or planning the birthdays it, for Logan in particular, uh, hadn't quite realized that most people will be away for summer holidays. 
so we tried to plan something and everyone was like oh no we're away we're away so um it was just us at home a result for this dad this dad is obviously he's thinking he has to invite everyone and he's hoping oh, that yeah. only half of them are getting caught. <laughs> i would say i would say um don't do that because that happened to logan when he was when he started and no one turned up to the kid's birthday party, but it wasn't because no one liked him. Just people didn't know. Like the kids didn't know him. The parents hadn't all yet kind of gotten to know each other. So I think most people felt awkward going. Mm. So I would, I would say just keep it low key for now until they develop like maybe three or four solid friends. And then maybe just do something with those friends. Don't, don't invite the whole class. Yeah, that's like, that's like having a wedding. That's like having a wedding where you invite all of the extended family that you're never going to see again for the rest of your life. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to cast out. You need to give him the power. Surely, like pick like up to ten friends maximum if he wants to do the soft play thing. And then, yeah. then your kid can do that thing in school. If like there's a bit of a little knobby kid that's a bit off to him, he's like, "Well, you're not coming to my party now." You know those <laughs> classic things that used to happen to you at school. Do you want to come to my party? And then you know some kids will start being super nice to him. You remember, it was like a, a uh, haggle yeah, tactic but, at my at my school. Yeah, but like that's at my school, the kid who always said, "Oh, you're not going to come to my birthday party," they'd always get beaten up. So don't. Uh, see at, at, at Seth's school they are they even in year one now they're they're inviting the whole class and I've been to six parties this month already it's been wow. just nuts because that's the problem when you invite everyone then everyone invites everyone and yeah. so everyone goes to every party and you know there are two classes so there are 60 kids mm. and you know we could end up going over the year to 60 parties it just happens that a lot oh. of the six birthdays are in september so goodness knows what happened at christmas <laughs> six and a bit years ago but maybe there was a power cut in the village or something i don't know <laughs> You need a parents WhatsApp group so you can calm everybody down. People, it's like sixty, like sixty parties. You've got things to do on the weekends too and stuff like That's that. You need, you need to be messaging in saying, "Look, guys, let's just calm these parties down a bit. Like, let's just, you know, work out what kids are not going to what ones." And I think you, you can afford to be choosy, can't you? Because it doesn't matter. Like no one, and also the kids aren't going to remember that you didn't invite them to one party because they don't remember anything at that age. <laughs> this dad though went on to say he was thinking of asking parents for a deposit because he's he's paying a deposit to the play. He's asking them for a deposit that he'll pay back, but just to get their commitment, as it's a pretty hefty non-refundable deposit for the party. <laughs> the rub. <rather> oh. <laughs> Uh, but how are you going to ask them to pay a bit of money? That's <laughs> the way to endear yourself to your new no. people you'll be meeting at the school games for the next however many years. <laughs> I mean, I I can kind of I like I kind of get that because we the last birthday party we tried to do for Cole, six of his good mates RSVP'd yes, and only one turned up, and we had hired. Uh, like a jump in place, you know, the trampolines. Oh yeah. And we catered, we paid for catering and for the cake and everything. So we had paid for the six children and only one turned up, even though the rest of the other five had RSVPDS. So I kind of get that because that was some serious money wasted. Oh man. Yeah. See, see yeah. WhatsApp, let's communicate on WhatsApp parents. Like that. I'm definitely getting, handing out my number and stopping this stuff. Trying to, well, trying. I'm not there yet, so I might be naive, guys. Like, I'm just that's what I'm just trying to think. Or, like, there's, re there's religions that don't celebrate birthdays, just tell your kid that's what they are until they're 18. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I try. That's what I try every year when Christmas rolls around. I'm like, guys, you know, your mom's Jewish. You're Jewish. We don't celebrate Christmas. And then, oh, but dad, why are you getting Christmas presents? Because I'm not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just one of those quirks, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jack, you have a big question of the week, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. And, okay. So, my eldest has started school. He's four. He started school. Uh, Before he went to school, I taught him how to wipe his own bum. Okay? Mm -hmm. I thought that's important. Teachers shouldn't be wiping your bum. Mm -hmm. He comes home today and says, Dad, can you help me wipe my bum? I said, mate, you know how to do this. We're like, we, we went through this, you know, we, we trained you, you, you're good at this. And he said, I went to the toilet and he said, well, my te- this is how my teacher has taught me to do it. And he got off the longest roll of loo roll that I've seen. He scrunched it all up into a ball. Oh, no. And he wiped his ass. And I said... I, sorry, your teacher taught you to do that. I like, I, I'm, I'm outraged. His teachers taught him to scrunch. Right? What is that? No, we're not doing that. That wastes so much more paper. Anyway, I then mentioned that to Danny, and she's like, "Yeah, well, how do you do it?" I fold. Fold. I fold, fold. the paper. Fold. I get two squares off. I fold them. Well, you obviously use quilted because if you're not doing two, squ- <laughs> two squares or anything but quilted, Jack is a risky game. Mate. Someone's doing all right for himself, isn't he? <laughs> He's a two square folder. Hey, cool. <laughs> you fold them over, you wipe, discard, repeat. Yeah. I do not know what this horrendous ball of hell is that people are scrunching up. So I put it on. Uh, well, no. So, so my first question is how are you a fo- do you fold or scrunch fold yeah fold fold but yeah, i think fold. but i think i, I think I'd, here. I think i think i'd even go further than you 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 fold you use you fold again you use you could probably get a third fold out of it discard and then repeat <laughs> okay yeah but, but no. no scrunching scrunching is 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 a is absolutely not i i do not even get that like it's just going all over it yeah like what and then how do you assess you can't assess that properly. Technically, you must be like painting. Like if you were decoupaging, right? You would dip like a scrunchy thing in, in paint. And then you, hey. so like if you were scrunching it up <laughs> and then wipe, you're, you're decoupaging your bum, right? Because like you're just wiping yeah. it all up your butt cheeks and everything like that oh, whilst you're wiping well, like, it. You know, you know, like those potato prints. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like you could, yeah. Anyway, so I put a, uh, I created a poll on the Dad's Net closed group just to see if I was going out of my mind here. Uh, but no, 76% of people fold. Right. I'm, I'm alarmed. 24% of people are insane. Well, I'm alarmed at <laughs> the amount that scrunch. And 24% of people need to go back to uh, potty training 101. It's like, is this a, is this a male or female thing? I think if you're ripe, if you're wiping the the front, I think that that's a potential scrunch. Like you know, like for girls, I think they just potentially scrunch. I feel. Yeah, but I, don't don't take your 
the sloppy technique to the back. You don't take that to the back. No, because you need to be accurate. Like, I genuinely, I'm with you all the way. Like, the fold helps you be accurate and get a precise wipage. Like, the, oh. What, are they doing this as a lesson? Is this, you know, (laughs) English man's on my pin? Um, because you know, if they're trying to teach kids who've already know how to do it, that's weird, right? And yeah, it's like, but it's like, but also, also, like, he might have just been like, I can't be bothered. Can you come and help me? Well, yeah, no, we'll say, Jack, true, fair, yeah. fair play to what you just said because uh, my partner, obviously, she's the head of EYFS, so she works with all kids these age, and her big frustration is the kids come to school and their parents haven't taught them how to wipe their own arse. Yeah, yeah, it's like. That's not our job. Yeah. It's my job to educate your kid, not wipe your kids In fact, I think it's, it's hearing like, you say that that made me go, oh, of course. It makes sense, doesn't it? Because cool. it's yeah. like, there's a lot to do. I mean, she has to stop kids hitting <laughs> other kids with poos. Like, yeah. Stuff like that happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking out the toilet. So that's enough to deal with, as well as having to wipe a child's ass. I mean, obviously, she, she she's never going to let a kid feel embarrassed at school. But no. ideally, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's and, it. So I get. I guess they're armed with the knowledge, but wrong. But the teacher—that <laughs> teacher's going. Is it, I'm no, not is it knowledge if it's wrong? <laughs> well, maybe she was doing that. The teacher was doing that as punishment. Maybe you know because you know just to send it back and go on. Maybe yeah. maybe if, maybe if we maybe if we go back in time, Jack, we're going to find out somewhere you either bullied this teacher. As kids, <laughs> yeah. or you did something to piss them off, and they and and when you were kids, they looked at you and said, "I will have my revenge." <laughs> and now, right now, they've got the perfect revenge. They've they're, they're screwing up your your training. They're like, ha, 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 this literally is screwing up the fold, yeah, yeah. scrunching yeah. up, is, scrunching up. That the is fold. definitely playing the long game. That's some Nostradamus <laughs> yeah. style prediction of revenge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you can. T- you should go back. Oh, no. revenge, re- revenge is a dish best served unfolded and scrunched. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the technique they tried to teach us in Marine Cadets once? And apparently, you only actually need one square. Right. Okay. I'll, g- I'll give you a real quick brief description, but this is how the SAS wiped their ass. Yeah. Uh... Put your finger through the middle of the square because you can't leave loo roll all over the place if you're in the field and you're ch- being chased by Charlie. So you put one. Your finger through the middle. You do a pull through over your finger like so and then you get a twig to clean out your nail that is how we that's what they i mean i never did that but that's what they said if you're ever in the sas and you're in the field and you need to wipe your bum this is how you do it and which you know when you are in the sas that's going to be great really handy for you isn't it and have you ever used it for anything uh, no no i haven't but you know we all might get in that situation though when we've not checked the roll before we sat down and then we've looked to the side either you either get straight in the bath or you do the one paper technique it's up to you you know what i mean i don't really want to end the podcast there on poo soup no <laughs> What do you mean? No, not, not in the bath. Sorry, have a shower. What I meant was you're going to have to wash it away immediately. You're going to have to douche your douche. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I've got, why have I got so many horrible stories on this? Like my mate at university once. Oh, See, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Sorry, it's coming out, guys. It's not a third, a story. Uh, and uh, he, ran out, he ran out of uh, loo roll in the student house. So what would you do in that situation? Probably get in the shower, as I just said. no. He used the plastic wrapper <laughs> that the toilet paper comes in to wipe his up. Oh. <laughs> cellophane. Yeah. That must have been super ineffective. Yeah, it must have been. And then he had, then he's, he comes, sorry, boys. Sorry, I've got to take those straight to the bin with this. 
Did he scrunch it or did he fold it? Then? <laughs> I'll, ask him. I'll text him and ask him. Yeah, please do. <laughs> this is Lou's dad's from Dad's Net. Um, that was more poo than I was really interested in talking about, but we got there and it's been a good 10 minutes, hasn't it, of poo? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We are back next week. We live stream 8.30 Tuesday night. Uh, Dad's Net Facebook page, our YouTube channel, Lou's dad's YouTube channel, Lou's dad's Facebook group as well. Uh, leave a review for us on the audio places that we are like the apple podcasts and spotify and stuff like that and make sure you tell a friend about it so that they'll listen as well and we get more listeners that'd be nice um thank you very much to sparky thanks boys thank you to jack thank you guys and thank you very much to brad's the loch ness monster exactly (laughs) who's poked his head up above the surface once again like a turd And on that bombshell, we'll see you next week. Loose Dads. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.